Minneapolis, 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Esley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. And we're back with Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray with my beautiful and hilarious co-host, L.A. Nick. This has been an interesting I don't know about hilarious. You're so I know, funny. I know I'm beautiful. You are beautiful <laughs> and funny and like everything that I always wanted to be. You know, like... I don't know about the funny. As a young child, I was looking at Miss America pageants and everyone like in the pageants looked exactly like you. Yeah, they did. I know. You have beautiful <laughs> flowing locks. Everything is wonderful. So I have you, really long eyelashes too. You do. They're I have, so I have like the healthy. longest eyelashes in the world. Did you get like? Did you get that treatment where they put in? No, it's actually a curse though. When you get in the shower and they get wet, they go in your eyes and it oh, hurts bad. That's got to be tough. I'm really sorry for you, but also they are beautiful. So we are like Minneapolis this week has been busy, and you like. Well, it's been busy with a stupid zombie pub crawl. It's not stupid. I love the zombie it's pub stupid, crawl. Man. I love it. Okay. Destroys yeah, everybody People everybody who Halloween. Ev- everybody who doesn't live downtown loves it. If you live downtown, you hate it. You know what? I live in uptown and I love it. Yeah, well, because you don't have blood all over your car and all over your door and all yes, over your sidewalk and all over everything. But that's else. a regular day. So I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, real, real blood. Just and, been and you know what I noticed and I, doing bad things. I don't know why, but somebody I, I was seeing big black spots like coming down the sidewalk at last night. And that sounds racist. It th- didn't look like oil. I mean, didn't look like blood, fake blood. And it wasn't. It was oil because I saw within three blocks, I saw three empty quarts of oil that people were pouring. They must have been pouring oil themselves what? and using it as blood. Why? I have no idea, but they poured it all I over think the you're sidewalk. Wrong. No, I'm not. I, lo- I picked up one. It was a quart of oil. Did you test it in a lab? No. I really think it was probably just like fake blood. No, and you're, it was like oil. making something out of nothing. It was oil. I really doubt that. No, here's or, what happened. Here's what happened. Somebody's staying at the, at the that hotel. It's uh it's uh Hyatt Place Hotel. Didn't have any fake blood. They went in that convenience store <laughs> underneath. There's a convenience store right there, and they no. bought some oil. No. Oh. I really doubt that. Okay. I think what happened was there were zombies. Walking around, and there was blood on the street, and then you thought it was oil because well, you're like a bike. I go to non. You think everything's oil. I, go, I think everything's blood. I go to non-zombie pub crawl bars. At zombie pub crawl. Which ones are there? Seven's non non-zombie, oh. and the mansion was non-zombie. No oh, zombies allowed at the mansion. Mm-hmm. And no uh, zombies allowed. I went to seven. It was crowded. Very, I mean, it was very crowded, but no zombies. Um, it you was nice what? to see. It was nice to see seven that crowded on a Saturday. It was really crowded. So we've talked about that that area: Seventh and Hennepin, Sixth and Hennepin, like Mayo Clinic Square. We've talked about all of those locations. So this is and how, how crime is increasing th- there. You had a good night, though. It sounded like well, crime still inc- is still increasing, and this is how this is how out of t- this is proof. Concrete evidence that our city government 
does not know the city they're governing. This is concrete evidence. Okay, so, so this is what the, we were talking about earlier. Concrete. This is concrete, concrete. evidence that they have no clue. You have facts. Fa- I, have, I have proof. I don't believe you, but well, this please is what I ha- Well, this is what I have. I have total proof. So on the corner of Fifth and Hennepin, there's a building called the Lumber Exchange Building. That's that owned, is a fact. That's owned by Ken Sherman, mm-hmm. who probably has more security and cares more about the crime in downtown than any other building owner in downtown in the warehouse district. He pretty much polices that block like, like a jail. Like he has a lot of security, like nothing, nothing. Sherman is like the, he's like the sheriff of that area. He's the property owner and he actually bounces every Saturday night, that property. Is it Sherman properties? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sherman group. So, so he, he actually, he's a big, Big muscle like dude. He's a of big, a man. He, yeah, he's he's like a pro wrestler. I am getting flustered already. Plus, all all his security him. is very well trained, and okay. and they they've stopped more crime on that block than the than the city has. Yet, 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 this this week he receives a letter from Hennepin County Attor- uh, attorney Mike Freeman saying the city is saying that his property is a problem property. <gasps> because, and here's why. Because everybody that calls 911 calls 911 and says, yeah, I just got beat up at 5th and Hennepin. I just a shooting at 5th and Hennepin because of the light rail station. And you know what? Nobody else, the Haystiffs that own Sneaky Peace, nobody else got that letter. But the Lumber Exchange building got the letter. Because... They've he, got the money. Well, no, because Ken Sherman's very well known, and he, he and he complains to the city. He's he's kind of my counterpart. We both are on the same page. We both constantly hound city council to get more police presence down there. But either it was retaliation because they can't do anything to me. But they, either they're retaliating against. Well, I guess they could. They I could mean, do something. I don't know I why. Don't they do something to beat you, me like, off. Just kick you right but now. But they, they either retaliation against Ken for like he put that video on channel nine, channel care eleven or channel nine. What? Yeah, and he put hidden cameras all over and, and put that crime video oh, out. Oh, he's uh, asking Citizens for, a for fight. Safer City. If you go to mm-hmm. Citizens, I think it's it's uh, safermpls.com or something like that. But they put that video out and really pushed. You know, he pushes the city council and Betsy very hard. And either, it was either retaliation or our city has no clue about the city they're governing. And I don't think they do because they don't go out at night. That's probably the safest property in, in the whole warehouse district. The safest bar you can go to is the poorhouse. Uh, is the, the poorhouse in okay. exchange. They're the, probably the two safest places you could go and seven because seven has great security too. So the, they have MPD officers and so does exchange so they're going to call them a problem property yeah yeah you're mine when yet people are getting stabbed in pizza luce and they're not getting a letter saying they're a problem property i'm telling you it's either crooked it's either crooked retaliation or they have no clue what they're doing you know what this makes me think of you know know what makes me think of mafia like Ken Sherman against the city, and then now we're going to have, like, 
you know, people bringing out garbage and like then missing people. Is, is it rigged? Is Trump behind it all? Like, I don't even know what's going on. Trump's definitely not behind it. Any, any, oh, he's any not else. that smart. So, Whatever. yeah, but still, I mean, <laughs> for real, like, th- this seems kind of like for the city to send I think it's retaliation. Sherman a letter like that, it is retaliation, but I think it's money-based. I don't but, think but, it's anything else. I think that I they ha- know that he has the money. They're not going to send it to the other places because they don't have the money. I well, yes, the Hastings have a ton of money. They own Deja Vu. They own yeah, but Ken's been inciting them, and he has money. Ken has been inciting them, and and I think it's retaliation. But what's funny is it's I have a friend in the county clerk's office in Hennepin County. It's and not she, your friend. It's probably an acquaintance. Well, Let's just be no, honest. I consider her a friend. I consider her a friend. Okay, um, let's have her call in and say if she's your friend. <laughs> uh, so I, she tells me this is very uncommon for the city to ask for the county assistance in this kind of matter. Okay. So now it's set in stone that that's a problem property through the county, not just the city saying it. The city could have sent a little warning letter saying, hey, you know, you're, there's, there's a lot of issues going on around your building. But no, they went to the county. And had the county sent to Mike Freeman. The letter came from Mike Freeman, who knows nothing about downtown Minneapolis. And he nothing. probably lives in the suburbs, Mr. Freeman. Well, I Does just... He, do you know where he lives? I don't. I just Let's know... Let's go ride our bikes around his house. <laughs> I just know this is proof that either the city doesn't have a clue about what's going on downtown, or they're retaliating against people who saying, hey, we have problems downtown, and we're tired of them. I so, think that historically... And they're both, they're both horrible. They're both the city with a slingshot pointed back at their face, and, and that's, that's what they're doing. It's a... Great uh, visual is great metaphor. And I would say that I, you know, like, I think that probably you're right. I think that things always boil down to money and especially when it comes to corporate decisions like this. So now we're looking at a city that's doing corporate action and they're looking at the, so the best so target, the new which ho- is Ken. So the new hotel that opened up right next to the Lumber Exchange on the other side, there's a new hotel there. Okay. Brand new. Uh, it's it's the, the Embassy Suites. Okay. They have had a cop car parked in front of their door seven nights a days a week sitting there with its lights on and never moves because they're scared to death. They're scared to death to be there. That block, yeah. that's, no, that's, they- that's fourth and Hennepin. That oh, is okay. horrible, horrible, horrible. If you look at, if you look at the crime map this week, we had multiple people shot around the library. That's right there. That's a terrible street. That hotel is going, what the hell did we do? Why? So they're looking at a deterrent by placing a cop out there. A cop, ta- a cop with a car and the lights on. Are taxpayers paying for this cop or, no, I'm or sure are the, like, it's just, you know, like they're on overtime. Yeah. The hotel. Okay. For it. Here's my problem. Then we're paying cops overtime through no, no, corporations. No, no. no the, co- the, co- the hotel Not is paying we. for it. I know, I know, right. but they're doing like extra work overtime. Sure, moonlighting. They're being taxed. Then you know what I mean. Like the cops themselves are overworked, and they're sitting outside these properties. Well, a lot of them. A like, lot of them. We're all freaked lot, out because well, of crime. A lot what? of them want to work because they, you know, they don't make very much money. I know. I want them to go home to their families and like spend time with their puppies and children and you know like you got, enjoy I, life i heard you got a new puppy i do have a new puppy and i want to talk about him 
and other things when we come back yeah, very, later. No, we'll, we'll talk about it right now. We have two yeah, more minutes. We can so talk about let's it. talk about it now. So you got, we a, got new a new puppy. puppy. And like this is so our our whole job here on this show is to talk about things that are going on real facts and what's going on downtown Minneapolis. We're focused on Minneapolis, the Twin Cities area. And to highlight things going on, so we can make it better. But I want to, I want to make, also, a, I want to make a point though. Whatever people don't realize this, whatever's going on in the city of Minneapolis will affect every city in the state of Minnesota eventually. It is a growing, growing, growing disease here that will affect the whole state, and it already has. It already is. There's already heroin overdose in every county of Minnesota, all based out of the city of Minneapolis. Right, and to give positivity. So we got a new puppy in our house, my house, this last week, like a brand new Border Collie puppy. He's so sweet and awesome and like really easily trained. And They're you nice and dogs. I are talking and you want to get a puppy. I do want to get and a And so puppy. I kind of wanted to make this pitch to Nancy, like, you know, on our show to say. Like, How great hey, is sleeping with a dog? Oh, puppy. my gosh. It's so therapeutic. A dog, a puppy. But what's your right puppy's name to- again? Oh, all right. So. Wow. What's your puppy's name again? Dale. His name is Dale. Why would you name a puppy Dale? After Dale Earnhardt, the racer. And what's what's your cat's name? Dwayne. After who? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What a a pathetic American. I know. And I feel ashamed. I feel embarrassed. You should feel ashamed. I'm blushing right now. I feel ashamed. We have Dale and Dwayne at our house. You should feel ashamed. I am ashamed. I'm ashamed right now telling you this. However, like everyone should adopt a puppy. We got him from a rescue. Yeah, always get a dog from Happy rescue. Happy tails. Um, I got my last dog from rescue, and he's mm-hmm. the best dog ever. He so so far, Dale. Like I, I'm so in love with him. I can't even tell you how much good he's done in our family and our life. And oh no, they they heal, everyone should get a puppy. They heal yeah. your soul. They do. They I really totally do. agree. All pets do. If you're a good pet owner. Oh, I love dogs. I so, love cats. I love all animals. But, but I would pick love up to their poop. You know, if you live in the city and everything, like pick up their poop and stuff. Oh, I hear them. Keep them on coming. a leash. Keep Nick on a leash. I am on a leash. I'm going to put you on a leash. A long, short leash. Shorter leash. Everybody's got me on a leash. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be back with this and more. We've got great topics coming up with Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray with my beautiful co-host, L.A. Nick. unique and inspiring dining choice that's bank restaurant in downtown minneapolis housed in a beautifully restored circa 1900 bank building it's the perfect place for a casual breakfast lunch or dinner featuring modern american dining where fresh local ingredients combine with a historic yet revitalized setting for a truly unique dining experience a four-star surrounding with a casual price whether it's a power lunch lunch with your girls or romantic dinner bank restaurant is a lively and effervescent new way to dine at 88 South 6th Street in downtown Minneapolis, where four stars meets casual dining. Gotta move. We sell moving supplies to help it go smoother. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes and packing supplies. Find us at simplyss.com. Find out how to get rest of month free. Simply self-storage. You definitely chose the right place. And we're 
we're back with Minneapolis 911. I'm Melanie Nick with my co-host, Hesley Ray. And, uh, you know, the Vikings are doing pretty good this year. I heard that they were 5-0. and They're 5-0 and with no, no interceptions thrown yet. Yep. Which is a, hasn't happened since From like 1938, 1937, I think. 14, but did you 42. see a Vikings fan got stabbed in Wisconsin this no. weekend? Was it so, a Packer fan that did it? Well, there was a somebody had a big inflatable Viking in their yard. Yeah. And somebody oh, and some guy came up and started to stab it to deflate it. Oh. And this guy went to went over to try to defend it. Wait, hold on. Was the Viking inflatable in Wisconsin? Yes. Well, that's just asking for trouble. So this guy went over and was stabbing it and a Viking With stand, an, like an actual was it a hunting knife? It was a it was it was a, a large knife. I may, I'm expecting oh, actually, that this it was, person it was, is I'm like sorry, a, it was a razor knife. Ugh. So the Vikings fan went over there to try to stop him and he got stabbed. Oh, my God. Yeah. What is wrong with people? Okay, seriously. Like, sports are fun to watch and, like, inspiring. People and get, athletes are great. People get crazy over sports. I mean, you look, at, look, at, look at Europe and the soccer stadiums. People get killed. I mean, you ever seen some of the vo- f- footage of this riots? This feels like in, Hunger Games to me. But do you ever see footage of some of the soccer games, r- riots? Did you ever watch Hunger Games? No, like, no. seriously. I feel like this is crazy crazy behavior i i see a trend that people are getting more miserable and more angry by the day and and we'll we'll we'll, they are there's a lot of angry miserable people out there that that i feel like people are like either prone to be stabby or not you know what i mean like like hey i just saw an inflatable thing and i'm gonna stab someone like you're already ruined like you're already stabby there's more road rage today. There's more people flicking you Mm-mm. off and giving you the bur- You don't think so? No, I think it comes back to what you've said before. Like, I'm going to agree with you this time. It's about parenting. It's about raising people to be good people. It's about positivity. Uh, it's about looking at the right things. Now we've got a bunch of, like, dipshits out there just who are stabby, who didn't have good they're, parents. They're, they don't have, they're not being raised by anybody. An inflatable Viking made you stab someone? No. Sorry. No. Happens every day in Minneapolis. Okay. Well, let's talk about that then. And also, like, how we can help people to not be stabby. Well, you'd have to go back in time and give them (laughs) a good family. and. But do you think there's hope? Okay. This is my other question. I don't. Now we're going to get psychological. I don't. Do you think there's hope for, like, really? Because I think there is. Like, people later in life, I think, can turn it around. And so, like... Minnesota is, you know, like we've got this story right now moving forward with a crisis line. People yeah, they're are doing, calling a, they're doing into a state it. line crisis hotline, hotline yeah. for mental illness yeah. and, and people that are on the edge. People um, call into this all the time and like that's being utilized. And I can give that number too. So we've got different counties here. Um, but well, for Hennepin County, uh, 612-596-1223, and I think that's the one we should highlight because we do kind of focus on Hennepin County Yeah, but the person that's ready to snap is going to say, hold on, let me go call this crisis hotline. They might, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sometimes all it takes uh, is that's... is a reminder. You so, know, like, how many times have you been on the edge in your life where then something gives you, like, even if never, it's a puppy sniffing never. at your foot, or, like, you said, so therapeutic, sleeping with a dog and, like, how great that was for your soul. Like little things like that can but, make but, a difference. But I, I'm not, I've never been on that edge. Yes, you have. 
No. Let's just be honest. I haven't. I think I think all of us have. Like just speaking from a human perspective, I think everyone has. And it takes something sorry, warm I, I, and good. I, I've never been positive. on the edge where I was gonna stab somebody. Well, that's true. I mean, like I've never been stabby, but like but you can say like you I mean, and even like today you told me earlier, and this is like maybe too personal, but you said like, Hey, I feel kinda depressed lately a little bit. You know, a little bit down. Well, I do because winter's coming. Yeah. So. And winter's coming, and I can't ride my motorcycle. Last week, the marching band was by your house. That threw you off. It was horrible. You know, I mean, you were on the edge. You were stabby. No, I was not. You might have gone (laughs) out there to stop them. No. Okay, well, you weren't on that much. I am way more level headed than you think. Than anyone could ever even know. Imagine, yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Even, Even you can ask Nancy. Even if we get in arguments, I will ask. You can her. ask you. Even if we get in arguments, I make peace within minutes. Well, how do you do this? Okay, I, can I pretend to be Nancy? Because I'm trying to like make you human and relatable to our audience well, here. Impossible. And thank you so much. And also, like everything that we're talking about, we'll post on our website too. So the the number for the crisis. If you feel like you're in a crisis after listening you know to nothing, the show, you know nothing. You know nothing. <laughs> we'll post the numbers for you. Do you know nothing ever gets posted, right? No, we do. Well, We're totally going to do it. I don't think it. we have. You know what? That's on you. That's, a, you're, <laughs> that's totally your responsibility. On the we will this time. Anyway, so let me pretend I'm Nancy. Like, okay. I come home from work and I'm like, Nick, what the heck? I didn't, like, you didn't change the cat litter box. I don't change it. That's not, I don't do that. That's not your job. What no. is your job that she would get mad about? Uh, probably either... That I'm working on my motorcycle in the, li- in the living room, or I didn't, ent- or I didn't <laughs> empty the dishwasher, okay. or the house smells like spray paint. Okay, Nick, <laughs> I just got home from a long day, and the house smells like spray paint. You're working on your bike in our living room, and the dishwasher is still full. Dang it! Now, what do you do to like quell the fight? Um, I just tell her <laughs> <laughs> the way. That's the way it is, and and I'll empty the dishwasher right now, and I'll, I'll turn I'll turn God. the exhaust fan on in the bathroom to suck the spray paint smell out, and I love you, honey. Like yeah, you see like, that? Like, I oh. make peace. I don't I don't let arguments you don't go on. Argue. I no. feel so bad for her right now. Like you seriously, my she, whole. Listen, I, I have my own little workshop there, and sometimes if I spray paint something in there, the smell will come in the house. And I agree with her. It's not, you know. I, I would like to invite any counselors out there right now to call into our show or to, like, get in touch with us on um, our social media or through the website, Minneapolis911.com, and offer um, maybe you and me couples counseling because I feel like you and I fight more than... I then, don't think I need any counseling. Well, but you and me, like to I make need our counseling on my own personal stuff. Like this, I'm really not looking forward to winter. Like it's really on my mind hard. You're, you're, yeah. I mean, and you like today, honestly, you have seemed a little more. They're talking. Down they're talking. That we're gonna have a really cold winter, and in like like sixty days of below zero days. I just don't want to do that. In pre in a previous show, you said that was good though because crime goes down. Oh, oh, old man, winter will clean the streets up. And is it, that why you're sad? Because we won't have anything to talk about on our show. No, I hope crime does go down. Okay, 
But you're sad because you're going to be in your apartment, like working on your or in your condo or yeah, I don't I, know what I, you call I, it, your homestead. I can't. You know, you're. What can you do in thirty below zero? It's sad, but it's also. I mean, that's what we sign up for. So right now, like, if you live in the moment, we're living in a beautiful autumn. Today was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, I went riding today. It was nice. I like parked my car to come in here to do this crap show with you and um, was walking down the street and I was like, man, I love, love living in Minnesota I might go right ride now. tonight. You should go ride tonight. No, You're going to ride hard? I'm going to ride hard. <laughs> You're going to ride super hard? West River Parkway. See, live in the moment. Take what? Go to West River Parkway at like 4.30 in the morning. Okay. Are you going to go by Jacob Rye's house again? No. Okay. Don't do that anymore because I think no. that he's going to get a restraining order out on you. I'm like 98% sure. Me and Jacob are good. Are you really? Did he ever contact you after our last show? Did he listen to it? Did he tell you? I don't know. I sent him, I sent him, I texted him the show. (laughs) I I said, you'll, I guarantee you'll laugh out loud. Anybody listen to our last show, you can go, you can go to Minneapolis911.com. I think it's episode 26. It's our last show. I think it's our funniest show ever. Oh, I think I, so I was listening to it and I was, Dying I laughed out loud like I 20 did times. <laughs> we had really good energy that time. And like this time, I wanted to, to like draw it out of you, though, because I think a lot of Minnesotans might agree with you that the approach of winter does create a kind of a melancholy feeling. It so does. Tell me about yours. It's just, it's just you know, it's depressing that you're in, you won't see anybody because nobody goes anywhere and but you could see me every Sunday. And, and, and I've been looking, and, and, and there's not and there, Melissa and all of our there's friends. There's not a lot here. of places that, that I want to go that you can go in the winter that's that are a lot warmer. Like I like going to Europe, Italy, and I like going to Japan. They're both cold, just like here. So. Yeah, I mean you're right, but like I just I feel like and then like, and and hey, you and, can get a puppy like I did. Not to be not to be a, a downer, but the whole holiday thing from Halloween to New Year's is just a big delay of life. Mm. Your life's just put on delay. Yeah. Everything you're doing in business or anything, you talk to somebody, they go, "Oh, well, I'll get back to you after the holidays." I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, that's four months from now. Yeah. Do so you, so it's do just you a hate big Christmas. Like, is that what you're I don't you're hate saying? anything. I don't even use do the word you, hate. I just think that they've made disinclined it. disinclined to enjoy it? They've made it such a, a commercial spectacle that from Halloween to Christmas is all about corporate money. And it's just a delay in life. It's, you, can't, you can't progress in those months. Hmm. You can't get anything done. You can't. You can't get anything professionally done. Maybe you can't. Nobody can. Everything shuts. Every, I know that Target has gotten a lot done pre-Christmas yeah, season. Not a Target fan. I know. We've talked about that before too. But they I sell mean, Chinese garbage. Oh, garbage! And we're not allowed to sell really anything in China. Garbage. And we're not allowed to sell anything in China. We're not allowed. No. But what do we even make anymore? Like we that make we cars. could. Okay, which which cars? Chevy? Chrysler, Chevy, mm-hmm. Ford. Mm-hmm. Ford mm-hmm. makes a great truck. They do. Can't you know sell what? I've those seen in those commercials. I, you know what? I feel like Ford and FarmersOnly.com should join <laughs> like, and create a new company. They will take everything over. That's my new idea. Except for the short house, which I'm all, all, like seriously invested in, too. We're, that's our side company. 
And I do want to like go back to last episode. Are you on FarmersOnly.com? Is I, that how you? Met I your... want to be. <laughs> I mean, no, like I'm I'm engaged right now. But if I were single, I would totally go on there and find a like a nice farmer, farmer, a, yes. a crazy guy out in the middle of the oh woods. Oh my god, I would love him. You know, so they're all much. crazy, right? No. Yeah, they are. My farmer wouldn't be crazy. He'd be perfect. The ones out in the middle of nowhere that Burly have been out there by themselves for 10 years. And strong and nice, and he would never cheat on me, and I well, love him. Who would he cheat on you with? There'd be nobody else around. A sheep? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't that'd know. That'd be about it. Like, sheep. Um, the whole point is, like, if Travis does pass away or anything, like, not, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but, like, if it did, I'm going on FarmersOnly.com, and I want them to join with Ford because I think they would be a great merger, like, for companies. Did you see the, you? They have a new commercial out, actually. FarmersOnly.com. It's pretty bad. It's horrible. It's horrible. I hate it. That's you know why what? I think they There's so many. Ford. Don't these companies watch their own commercials? I don't think so. Because I'll tell you what. My biggest pet peeve ones is Subaru. Subaru has the worst commercials in history. Subaru actually makes a good car. They make a good car, a good guy's car. You can go through anything, go through mud, go through snow. You can beat the crap out of there. Oh, so it's a dude's car. Well, no, they're not. But they, 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 their commercials are so, oh, they, they just. They're just horrifying. Yeah. Well, you know, don't we ever listen to our show? And let's, uh, let's come back with our Minneapolis 911 dispatch calls. And more topics. Oh, we're going to break? With, uh, yeah, Minneapolis 911. Why are we playing Christmas music? Because you're so not hateful about Christmas. I don't hate anything. I don't even <laughs> use the word hate. You know what? I'm I was, excited. I was taught never to say the word hate. I feel better already listening to When you were a little right kid and, and you said, I hate that, did your mom say never use the word hate? She did. And I never have. My mom said, don't use that word, and I never have. I hate to say it, but... I don't say it. I do. Because you know what? I truly don't hate anything. I dislike some things, like this song, <laughs> but I don't hate... <laughs> I don't hate anything. Mm. Well, I love... saying you hate something is is really a strong statement. Okay, I'll, I'll stop it. And I love you. Can you, you stop the song? And I love coming back after this break with more Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray with L.A. Nick. Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Buyswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Buyswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. Their boxes. Ooh, you got it, you got it? I got it. I don't got it. Our boxes. <sighs> Perfect. Have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply self-storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com. 
Welcome back with Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with my co-host, Hesley Ray. I was reading uh, a story today in the Star Tribune, today, Sunday, and uh, we are having a big problem solving murders. We are at the worst we've been in 12 years. Uh, I could probably help. I watch Dateline all the time. You should, you, should, you know crime, what? Like I, every crime you should go book to, that You should go to the police academy. Can I just volunteer? They don't do that. Um, so we, we only have 13 arrests out of 27 homicides for this year. Out of, oh, so that's not even. It's the, it's the lowest clearance half. rate in 12 years. Jeez. And so I think personally, there's multiple things behind this. Um, in 2015, Minneapolis police solved more than half of the city's slings, 26 out of 45 cases. Mm-hmm. So we're not even close to that. And I think, I think a lot of it is a lot of the cops that, are, that have been on the force are just tired of... Mm, they're probably working moonlighting shifts over at the new hotel. <laughs> you know, honestly, they're tired. I think a lot yeah. of them just don't care anymore. I don't know. I want to call Jessica Fletcher from Murder, She Wrote and see if she'll come down and, and solve it. Because, like, that's 100%. 100% well, solve what they're saying, on what, Murder, What the article's saying is, so they, 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 they focus on this one case where a bunch of teens shot at, shot at a bunch of other teens, and then everybody scatters, so it's kind of hard. It's not one-on-one. To pin it on someone? It's not one-on-one shootings you know it's multiple people do you feel like forensic files could come in or anything like let's get some mitochondrial well, dna know, it's, off it's, of it's, it's funny something it's, it's funny that how much the, the the city and meet minneapolis tries to hide our crime but yet they let cops the show cops i mean many cops have done minneapolis multiple yeah, times yeah but don't you think that that's fake i heard that those cops are totally fake no. Like, it's just all fake. No, it's not. Just like you. <laughs> just kidding. No, it's um, not fake. No, I mean, like, but for real, like, I Cops think it is. Fake. No, it's not. It's you sta- don't it's, think so? it's, it's, it's what they call storyboarding. How could that work in a government, though? Like, a TV show coming out, like... Who do these cops work for? Don't they have to work for the county to yeah, make a prosecution? The, the, no, the, 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 the cops episode on Minneapolis are Minneapolis Police Department. No. Yes, they are. No. I just watched it last night. Okay, so you watched Cops M- last night? And it was MPD. What are you, a huge loser? I did watch Cops last <laughs> night. There was actually a marathon. And you recognized the cops. It, I did, How it was, do they have the time to do this and Moonlight it and was, do traffic control? and Traffic like, control. Well, I mean, like, and it's a, solve it's, our it, homicides it, 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 and they're not even doing a good job. It's they can't almost do cops impossible anymore. to get pulled over by a cop in the city of Minneapolis. Let me ask you a question. Who pays the cops if they're on cops? The network, the show does. Okay. Isn't that a conflict of interest? Well, the, the, the city probably made a deal. Now, I went to the city, and it's called the uh, communication department, and I went and tried to get uh, a show approved, and they wouldn't approve it, even though we shot the show anyway. It's on Showtime right now, but I didn't get city approval. But they don't, you don't need city's approval. But to, to get access to the police department and get inside... You know their calls and all. Um, you, somebody has to sign off on it. But I. But who's I, our chief of police right now? Is Janet Janae Harto? Hart- Janae Harto. Janae Harto. So was she on cops? No, as a young I cop? was told that these cops were these cops episodes were shot many years ago. I think that she was on an episode. No, I don't think so. I think that 
I I'm like ninety four percent sure that I'm right. Well, she, which but, is better but, but than she, our homicide. But she wasn't. She like, wasn't chief, conviction rate. But she wasn't the chief though. Right, but she was, she was on just a there as a young cop. Right, as a yeah. cop. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they, so, they they were all done multiple years ago. And and drugs Inc. seems a little fishy. Dr- drugs Inc. also did an episode on Minneapolis, which you can pull up on Netflix, and about our drug trade, the the heroin. When was that? Uh, this year. Okay, so this is like right in line with what you've been saying all along. Yes, they, they show they show it. Crazy. They show these gang members hiring white college couples, a boy, a guy, and a girl, to drive to Midland, Texas, to pick up pounds of heroin and to bring it back to to downtown Minneapolis. And we were on forty eight hours downtown, too on some, A&E Network. We were on we've been what? we've been on forty eight hours. I think multiple times. I watched all of those and I didn't even know and, and, that. And then and then and then what's the other one? The the one about people scamming. Uh uh, uh what's that show called? Scams and greed, greed, American greed. Oh, we've, okay. we we we've had multiple people on American Greed. Denny Hecker was on American Greed. Denny Hecker. Uh, uh, oh, I have a story Tom, about Tom, him. What's the other guy? The uh. Tom Brokaw? No. What's the other guy from <laughs> Minneapolis? I don't know. But I have a story about Denny Hecker, if you want to hear it. Sure. I used to work um, at a at a place where he had business dealings, and he came in. Um, and this is when I was very, up. very young. And um, so I was like 19 years old. He came in, and I was at the front desk area. And he came in with his son or his son-in-law. And, and he, I didn't. And he groped you? No, he didn't. No, but I I didn't have the fake boobs then, so no. he didn't want to. Like no, he didn't was, grow up Yeah, you. no, it just it wasn't worth it. Um, so he came in, and I didn't know who he was, and I had to ask for his name in order to like allow him entrance into the facility. And I was like, so you know, can I have your name and have you sign in on this thing? And he was like. Hacker, and all he said to me was hacker. And I was like, what? Would you say? Like, did, did he you, just you like call me a heckler? Did he just like have a burp, or you know, like what? What is going on? He, hacker, and that's all he said because he. I think he was upset that I didn't automatically know who he was. So he, and had, then so I, he had an ego. I got embarrassed so he too had an because ego. I was like, whoa, I should have totally known him because he's Gollum. So you know, had, he's like Gollum. You know, like I think that he sounded horrifying. And I should have known he had an ego. Yeah, he had a huge ego. ego. A lot yeah. of people, rich people have egos. Yeah, but look at what happened to him. And this is the whole point. What's the other guy's name, though? Because Hecker's going to get out. The other guy's not. Oh, Hecker's going to come out? Oh, yeah, he's going to get out. Isn't What's, he like 98 years old now? No, no, he's going to get out. What's the other guy, though? The other guy's never getting out. Oh, it's Tom. I know who you're talking about, and I can't think of the name right now. It's just, uh, yeah. He's never getting out. Madoff? No, no, no was, Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, he's never getting out either. <laughs> okay, we have to find the name or anyone like if you can just like contact us. Yeah. So yeah, it's Tom Petters. That's uh, Tom that's Petters. Name. Yeah. Okay. So he's never getting out. Hecker's getting out in 2018. No. Yes, he is, and, and he, you know what? I already know people that are already going to do business with him. Like they already have plans. What? Yes. Why would you want to do that? He's because. Do you think that he, he might finance our short house idea? No. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody, I mean, anybody, if anybody, try? listen to our last episode and you'll know what short house is. It's our um, new business model. No, but, it's not. We're never going to do it. Uh, um, but oh, what if? But, okay, but so Tom Petters. Hecker's getting out in Hecker, 2018. Hecker, he's going to get out. Yeah. But Tom Petters, is he going to sell you some puppies? 
No, my friend actually called me from jail today, from prison today. Nick Rod. No, what? Nick, Nick Rod. He Rod. called me today. Oh, what did he say? Was he, he like, said, I'm in here with petters. He said he's... Things uh, are looking pretty they, nasty. They, they got a music room now, so he can jam, and they have a drum set and guitar. What? Yeah. That's not prison. That's just a vacation. No, then. he's in that prison up near Duluth. The big oh, prison. the federal one? No, the not federal one. It's a regular prison. Yeah, it's a federal prison. Yeah, no, he's yeah, not, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's yeah, not. Nick Rod's not you in federal mean, prison. You mean like Stillwater? No, it's called. Uh, has it's a different name. Okay. But it's up near Duluth. Okay. Well, I it's a regular I prison. Knew of someone who was in the Duluth state uh, or Duluth uh, federal. Right. That's prison. different. Yeah, it's different. And um, that was scary because when I went to go visit this, it's person, scary. Yeah, it it's is. Scary. Well, but it's federal prison, so they thought it was like white collar crime and like oh, it's cushy, <laughs> but. Not really. No. Speaking of crime, let's go to... Hey, get ready to go over here. Get ready to go over here. So pay attention. you got to be over here. Speaking of crime, let's go to our 911 calls. Caller's friend is overdosing on some type of a pain narcotic. Doing a little earth. 2501 Cedar Avenue, South EMS, and police. I hear this call a million times a day. Historically, you've had a lot of comments about narcotics too, but you're you're saying that the heroin epidemic is rising. You think that there, like the the fentanyl patches and like what killed Prince, and you it's hear just, this all the time. Yeah, it's it's, it's listen to police scanner. It's every every fifth call. So Do you I, think oh, that narcotics narcotic are overdose worse, like as far as kill rate than drinking? Right now, absolutely. Really? From the that, calls that you well, hear? Well, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Most people, are, they died because they were drunk and then they shot up too much heroin. Or so much, they're doing much. both. So do you think it's like the, the chemical reaction between the two or do you think that, you know... No, the, we, have, we have such strong heroin right now. They're not used to how strong it is. They, they, they do their, their average dose that they usually do and they're so strong that they do... They do too much, but they don't know it's that strong. Mm-hmm. They don't know that there's fentanyl. Fentanyl, remember, people, fentanyl is 50 times stronger than heroin. 50 times, five zero. Ugh. So if you have a, just an eighth of fentanyl in your bag and you don't know it and you shoot that up, you're going to OD. I thought they were patches. There's you know, fentanyl like, patches, okay. too. There's fentanyl patches, too. So, but this but is they're the, mixing the synthetic, synthetic form of heroin. Yes, the Mexican and, cartel is mixing it with, okay. with real heroin. Okay. Well, let's build a yeah, wall. Let's go to our next call. So that's pretty scary when you have a deadbolt. Somebody bust a deadbolt open. I don't think I could ever do that. Like no. as hard as I tried. So, I would. Yeah. I could never break into somebody's house. I'd be so scared. Can you? I mean, I don't. What need, would prompt you to do it? Like, let's pretend. There's nothing that could do it. Well, what if your puppy or cat was, you have a cat, what if it was like on fire in the house? Could you then? Oh, of course. With my house? Well, see, 
I just proved you wrong. No, I said I could never break into somebody else's house. Oh, but what if your cat was in there on fire? My cat wouldn't be in somebody else's house. But what if? My cat never leaves my house. All right. Well, let's just agree to disagree on that. No, but I'm saying I wouldn't break into somebody's house to commit a, to steal something from them. Yes, I agree with you there. I don't think that's good. Let's just like, like give that uh, no, word you know what, of wisdom. You know what? This, is, this is what I say. If, if, if you're in that situation, you had to burn every person that you've ever known in your life, including your family. So you're, you're, you're kind of a piece of crap. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> if, if I needed help, like if I needed that, mm-hmm. whatever you're going to get, 100 bucks, I would just call family or friends, and they'd be like, hey, no problem, Nick, because like, I didn't burn yeah. anybody in my life ever. Right. So every friend I've ever had in my life is still my friend. So I have a lot of people you're that right. I can go to but, for help. But so you're a good person. If you yeah. are in that situation, you have burned everybody you've ever known. Mm-hmm. So you, and, yeah, and, then, if, and, if yeah. and if you're older and you're in your 40s and you're doing that, I'm sorry, but you're a loser. A 40s? That's not that old. But if you're still doing that, breaking yeah, people's houses in 40s, like then you should have learned by a, now. You're a loser. Yeah, you're a huge loser. <laughs> but let's like inspire them to do better. You know, I mean, like, so, so, like, we've got another call coming up. Yep. So let's just listen to yeah. it. Jeez. And this is this is one that I'm. Cuffwoods parking lot, I know, was 3620 Texas Avenue, saw a car sitting. She's in her vehicle and has been able to leave the parking lot because there's a male standing at the back of her vehicle that was mad at her for the way she parked her shopping cart. White male, older, wearing a green shirt, and she's in a silver Ford Focus with a rack on it. My so, first question, was it you? No, it this you? is this is what I'm talking about, about a lot of miserable, angry people out there. This guy Was it blo- at Target? Was it at Target? Probably. <laughs> this guy is standing behind her car and won't let her leave because the way she left her shop, she probably didn't put her shopping cart back where it belongs. Right. She probably just corral. left it. She probably just left it in the, next to her car. And he's gonna stand you know, there. Target had the kids' carts going on that they had to like discontinue yeah, because, because it got it incited so much horror. Well and- kids were ramming. People. Yeah, well, they the ankles, you know, yeah. especially Shins. like it, yeah, and then like old. I think people, we covered that on. on yeah, I know, episode. but still, I'm I'm wondering okay, if maybe we, this is related. We got we got another nine one one. Two what? more. No, yes. You're kidding. This no. is a heavy nine one one rich episode. Sixty five hundred Foster Boulevard at the ER. I have a party calling stating that security is messing with him, and he says he was messing with security. He's requesting police to respond. He says he's there to get checked in for an anxiety attack he's currently still having. He's outside the ER trying to cool down. I'm going to call security. So this is a guy that's having an anxiety attack, which I hear more and more people have an anxiety attack. I've had panic attacks. Uh, have you ever had one? No. Um, it's serious. I don't. I All of a sudden, everybody's having anxiety attacks. Not all of a sudden. I think people are talking about it now. No, it's all of a sudden. You think it might be drug-induced or it's, yeah, you're it's, thinking it's not real. So I've had, like, for real, pure panic attacks. Yeah. Where, like, okay, and I'll, I'll tell you guys this. Like, in, in mothers, please, like, you know, get get tuned to our show. And you have kids, though. So yes, you can, okay, that's so easy after panic. after they were born... After they were born, and I had, I was a mother, um, and I have twin girls, I would go down, like, they would be fine, and, like, in their little carriers, totally fine. I'd go down in the basement to, like, change our laundry around, and once and the... smoke meth? No, I didn't smoke meth. 
But I was down there changing the laundry, and I, I remember every time I put something in the dryer, the dryer was so loud, and I couldn't hear them. And I would start actually having a panic attack. Like, I think it's natural. Oh, because like, you were smoking pot. No, I wasn't doing anything like that. Because if I heard pot can give you panic attacks. I had, like, true anxiety because, like, something kicks in when you're a parent, I think. But that... I heard a certain kind of pot can give you panic attacks. <laughs> well, I wasn't doing and any I of that you're then. And I know you're pro-pot. I, like people who do it yeah, i don't do it but, but it's, it can give you anxiety attacks well let's go to our next call zero. this next call is a real he is a zero you know what you have like this next call is a you real you didn't even zero. care about my parents secondhand information Abby's wife mother and child are on site cleaning the house people are just evicted from the house a black male wearing all black slender some blue on his hood walked in Kept his hands in his jacket, insinuated he had a weapon, didn't say anything, and took a vacuum and left. Who's going to break, break into somebody's house and steal a vacuum cleaner? He needs to clean so much. Like, he what's he going to get for a vacuum cleaner? I don't know, but maybe he, like, had a really like, dirty what? house. Maybe his wife was coming home soon, and she was like, I told you to what, vacuum this shithole. What a sucky crime that was. <laughs> To steal a vacuum cleaner. Oh, that's so funny. I mean, you, like, but still, like, okay, so everyone's cleaning, and this guy comes in with his hands in his pockets, and he steals their vacuum. Was it at least a nice one? Was I it like a Dyson? I doubt it. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm doubting. It. Did he get it from Target? I mean, really? I I'm excited about that. I crime. bought I bought the shark. It's a, did you? I, Is it a nice one? I love it. Well, don't tell anyone that. They might steal it. It's half the price of a Dyson. Hey, I know where Nick lives. If anyone wants to message us, I'll tell you, and you can steal his shark. Yeah, good luck. I got lots of guns. (laughs) We'll be right back with this and more. Minneapolis 911. Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no-hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically-fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's Porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. On the air with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage for my amps and equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity for my famous guitars. And talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com.
You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. Back, Minneapolis 911. Still LA Nick, and I'm still with Ashley Ray. Still here. <laughs> so I want uh, you know today is Southdale Mall's 60th birthday. Wow. The nation's first enclosed mall. Ooh. And it's flourishing again. They redid it. They have a lot of big stores the moving in. The Cheesecake Factory is there. They have a good theater. Yeah. I like Southdale. Yeah, I actually like Southdale too. Do you like I can't okay, here's my problem. I can't really imagine you. In like Edina, is that where it is? I mean, is it? Like What's that real fancy mall? It's, uh, the, the real high end one. The, mall of America. No, the one out <laughs> there. It's it's like. It's, oh, uh, Gavaday Commons Galleria. Galleria, the Galleria. That's where I bought these shoes. Um, oh, so you actually go there? Do they like ever the like yeah. just stand there and stare at you? Like, why is he here? <laughs> I just can't, no, I just, I, can they we, they, maybe they really, sometime? they really, you know what, it's the opposite, they, they really cater to you, like, extremely. Yeah, well, they're probably scared that you're gonna, like. Like, they really, like, they'll have three salespeople, like, what can you get you, what can we get you, like, seven And seat? they're coiffed and, like, manicured. Yeah, you, and could, you, would you like a glass of wine? Do like, you want some, some Listerine? Can they I actually you offer you a glass of wine in the shoe store. What? Yeah. You're kidding me. Nope. That's not true. Do they sell vacuums? No. Oh, okay. So well, here here's my here's my whole problem is imagining you and Edina like at Galleria or Southdale, um, you would be kind of like a sore thumb sticking out. But they treat me very well. Do they know who you are? A lot of people do. Yeah. They're like, hey, it's LA Nick. Yeah. The city. I got I got Edina. a couple this week where I didn't think I would. I was way out. I was in Jordan. Jordan, Minnesota. Yeah, and somebody goes, "Are you are you what? are you LA Nick?" And I'm like, "Yeah." You um, are lying. No, there's no way. I'm serious. Oh, so let's do a shout out. I was for in a Jordan, place called then. Sport Sport Wheels, motorcycle junkyard, salvage yard. You know what, Jordan, Minnesota, we love you. Yeah, please and, and tune in every a, time. That's the best motorcycle junkyard in the state by far. I like Jordan a lot. My oldest brother's name is Jordan, so I've always loved that city so for that. So I'm gonna do my. L.A. Nick's history fun, fun fact. Fact of the week. So this is really interesting, and this this is very interesting. So if you go to if you Wikipedia, uh, Minneapolis Police Department, and go to history, this is where I got this information from, and it's very interesting to me. In the 1920s, criminal activity had grown to an all-time alarming high, like it was out of control. I'm alarmed. So this listen to this. So St. Paul's chief of police, his name was John O'Connor. Established, of course, he was St. Paul. Established and the, Irish. Established the O'Connor system, which allowed gangland criminals to live in the city as long as they didn't commit any crime there. In exchange, police would provide protection and tips regarding impending federal raids. They can only commit crime in Minneapolis. 
So they were coming to Minneapolis and committing all the crimes, and St. Paul would protect them. And, we, and there were some famous ones, some famous crime you know profile. I right now? IRA. Some high-profile criminals such as Machine Gun Kelly, John Dillinger, and Babyface Nelson all tech, took refuge in St. Paul and committed crimes in, in Minneapolis. Well, Chucky Arla, everyone. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and so St. Paul helped us become a crime hub. That's okay. All right. Well, I say let's talk about more about Edina right now. (laughs) Want to? After that, but also Chucky Arla. Do you know what that means? Uh, Irish. No, I don't know. Kill the queen. I'm Italian. Just kidding. Uh, Well, anyway, I smell IRA all over that story. Back to Edina and Southdale and everything. That was my fun fact of the week. I know. Okay, fun fact of the week. Great. It was awesome. Um, But St. Paul actually did that. They harbored criminals and said, go rob everybody in Minneapolis. This is crazy. All right. So we've got a video that we're going to put up on our our website, too. We never put anything on that website. We will now. We say we will. Now we will. Um, There was a black man arrested for walking in the street. Well, in Edina. He, he actually wasn't really walking in the street. He wasn't. And the whole, like, header of this is, that's bull, S-H-I-T. Well, I actually know that's where that is. And there's a similar situation right now on 4th Avenue in downtown, where one side of the street is a steel barricade, and you can walk the white line. And it's super dangerous, crazy dangerous. And... I personally, there's a parking thing there, and there's a police substation there, and I personally was walking down that street, and a cop on the other side of the street said, hey, cross the street and get on the sidewalk. But that's all he did. Oh, he just told you nicely. Well, he didn't say nicely. He kind of yelled it at me. But Hey, LA Nick, get your No, he said, he said, cross the street and get on the sidewalk. That's all he said. Get on the sidewalk. But so, and I Thank did. Thank goodness you're not black, right? But, but I could have got get hit. Ya. But I really was scared walking down along that barrier because cars were coming very close to me. And then luckily I did move because a semi truck came down and I wouldn't have cleared it. So he was in danger, but they way overreacted. All right. So this story, can I just read it? It's from city pages. Mike Mullen wrote it. You know, I can't really trust city pages. Well, I do. And I like Mike Mullen a lot and I hope he's listening. Pedestrians be warned. Um, if you walk in the street instead of on the sidewalk, a police officer might confront you. Just is there, is exactly there, is there a Star story. Tribune article on the same There story? will be after we're done. A video clip making the viral rounds depicts the aftermath of a police officer in a suburban Edina catching a black, catching a black man walking in the street instead of on the sidewalk. By the time the video starts, the man is already being forcefully walked back to a squad car. He says, you can't just put your hands on me, man. This is bull crap, but it said the S word. The civilian becomes increasingly incensed, saying he had no choice but to enter the street as the sidewalk was closed. So exactly what you're saying, like the sidewalk yep, is I've closed. I've been in the same situation. I can't, walk, I can't walk anywhere else. But this woman was filming, and she's not connected to the incident, but she gives advice to the police officer, saying he could just tell the man to walk in a better place. She says, he's scared, sir. She says, it's scary because we're in that climate right now, okay? Black man, he's scared. He's reacting out of fear, and the police officer is being confrontational. Well, unless you're on Hennepin. Well, this is Edina, so this right. woman is trying to help. I would be afraid in Edina. 
And the back man just says, F you. And then the cop says, that language you can't use in this neighborhood. Okay. And so the man says, then I'll keep walking. But the man twists and sheds clothing because they start to get him. And the cop radios for backup. As soon as the other squad car rolls in, then they put the man in handcuffs. And then the cop says, you're under arrest. And then the woman says, no, they, no one ever said that. Um, and then the woman says in her film, you could have just shown him where to walk really kindly. You were the one that incited this. So what do you think about that? Do you think well, that the cops incite this type of behavior? Like, do you think it, that it, everyone it, is... It, it's such a fine line. The guy should have never said F you to a cop. That's just asking for trouble. I agree. And so, it, and then the cops reacted. The cops react to your actions. So if you would have said, oh, where would you like me to walk, sir? And they would have said, go over there. But saying F you... And but what if he's already pushed to the point? I haven't seen like, the video. What? I don't know how he acted, so I, I can't say. But well, let's talk about this... You know, more after yeah, yeah, our yeah, break. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd like to come that, back to this. I want to talk about because I, I have some stories that I've seen on the street recently. So, All right, let's come back to this. More with Minneapolis 911. I'm Hesley Ray with L.A. Nick. back, Minneapolis 911. I want to remind everybody, you can go to Minneapolis911.com, hit podcast, you can listen to all our episodes. I think we're at 27, something like that. I think, I think we're now, this is our 27th episode. Yeah. Listen so. to 20, 26 is a good one. 26 good, was 26 my was favorite so far. But anyway, yeah. we were talking about the, the black man in the diner who couldn't walk on the sidewalk. Now, I see this stuff a lot downtown where interactions happen between just somebody doing something like walking down the middle of the road or riding a bicycle on the sidewalk, which you're not allowed to do in the city of Minneapolis, and a cop saying, hey, get your bike off the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And the person starts going after you, you piece of crap. And, and so uh, how's a, how, uh, you know, somebody says that to you, you're going to react different than somebody goes, oh, okay, and gets off the sidewalk. So you have to... I feel like, though, the use of force continuum is always about de-escalating issue, issues. And so with proper training, you know, like any person in in a position of authority would automatically go to de-escalation first. I, I agree 100%. So the guy says, F you. I would say the proper response from the cop would be to say kindly again, Sir, I just asked you to walk over here. This is where I'm showing you to walk. Now, if the guy doesn't do it and he's still doing, like, crazy antics, then, then you know, like, make sure that he's not a detriment to society. But that just seemed unreasonable. I don't know. And I don't know if we're in such a, like, a hot point in our society where everything looks suspect. You know well, what I mean? Well, like, I tell you what. You walk down Hennepin and everything is suspect. You're suspect. Yeah, I'm serious. You're I'm suspect. not kidding you. I just feel like I don't. I don't know. Like I. I don't. It's all I suspect. Wanna, okay. 
I will say this. I wouldn't want to be a black male in this society, would you? I will tell you something else right now, too. You tell me something else. You're pointing at me. You're weighing your finger at me. I want to tell you, Colton. This is going to be another cartoon. Two things that I I know. There's a crack bus. There's a crack bus stop bench. Why are you pointing at me? I have nothing to do with crack bus stop. You got friends that smoke weed. No. So there's a crack crack bus. there's There's a bus stop bench on 5th. And 7th, 5th Avenue, is, or 4th, four, it's actually 4th, I think it's 4th and 7th. So the one that you can go to 35W? There's a, no, there's a, there's okay. a, there's the, the House of Hope, uh, Hope. Oh, okay, so, yeah, all right, all and right. And then there's a bus, there's a bench there, but I don't, it's not like a popular. That's like one of my favorite It's not benches. a popular bus Love stop. It's not a big bus stop, like a bus rarely ever stops there. Okay. But there's always a man, a wo- two men and a woman that sit there all day. All day. How do you know that they're because, there all day uh, unless you're also you there want, all you, day? You want to know why? Because when I, when I walk past, they're there. And when I come home, they're still there. And you know what they're doing? They're smoking crack. I bet they just came there in the morning, went to their jobs, and then, like, that was no, their no, they're there. No, they're there day and night. All right. I challenge you to go there in the middle of the day and see if they're still they're there. They're there in the middle of the day. They're, now, they're gone at night. Mm. They're there all Sleeping day. Sleeping it off? They're there all day. Getting some more drugs. I think they're from the homeless shelter, and you know, you can't smoke in there. So all right. But so they, let's wrap this one and, up. Like, what is your and point? No, no. So and then, if I I like to ride down West River Parkway on my, you... during the day on my motorcycle, and I always see the same cars parked with people in them. It's the same ones all the time. Like, what are they doing in their car, in these cars? <laughs> and they're all, like, slunched down their seat, and they're in the same... Well, they're taking they're, a lunch break. There's a white... No, all day? Yeah, I mean, it's a long a, lunch. Eight-hour lunch break? Yeah. And they're all, like, slunched down their seat, and there's always two people in a car. So they're, they're, they're doing drugs. I just feel like, like, okay, seriously, I want to follow you and watch I you watch doing, them. I think they're doing drugs. I think that you are creepy. There's and a you couple just like picnic tables. Go around, look at people at bus stops. No, you have like nothing else to do. They never leave that bus stop. Something's like wrong. Glad it's you, know, you know what bus stops are from for? Bewitched. Bus stops are for getting on the bus. Yeah, but sometimes you get off the bus and you have to wait for another bus. But they're not for hanging out for eight <laughs> hours. I'm sorry. All right, let's Let's wrap it up. I loved this show. And hey, like, um, again, let's let's bring up the reason we do this show is because. Yeah, we love Minneapolis. We do. And we want to make it better. Check out our site, Minneapolis911.com. Check out my blog, MeetMyMinneapolis.com. Check me out on TuesdayNightComedyShow.com. And we'll see you next week. We love you, Minneapolis. See you guys. Minneapolis 911. Blind lady, the blind